Welcome to the Big 5D TV podcast. We're dedicated to making you smarter about the Africa and Middle East local digital ecosystem. The Big 5D TV podcast is a production of Big 5 Digital, and I'm your host, Charles Laughlin, a co-founder of Big 5 Digital. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Matchcraft. Matchcraft's Advantage platform is the industry's leading search marketing platform for agency and reseller partners who manage search marketing campaigns for local businesses at scale. Matchcraft's sophisticated real-time bidding algorithm creates campaigns that deliver exceptional ROI to local merchants around the world. Learn more at matchcraft.com. Today's episode features an interview with Uber's Kartik Taneha. Kartik is head of B2B solutions for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa for Uber. He previously held multiple senior roles at Google. We cover a lot of ground in a relatively quick interview. The main thrust was that Uber has big ambitions in the region, and there are much, if not more, about the logistics of moving things, anything from hot meals to car parts, and about moving people, something that became less critical during the pandemic. Our conversation was originally recorded at the Big Five Virtual Summit in November. Before we start the interview, I want to share a quick note about Big Five Digital's event plans for 2021. Many of us can't wait to get back to producing in-person events. I can speak for the entire Big Five Digital team on this point. We're not quite there yet in terms of having a business environment that can support live events, but we hope the environment will be conducive at some point in 2021. And when it is, we will be there. In the meantime, we are embracing the virtual event model. We produced a successful virtual summit in November we learned a lot from that experience and we're excited to apply those learnings to our upcoming virtual events. In fact, we're planning to roll out several verticalized virtual events during the first half of 2021. The first of these will focus on the Africa Middle East small business fintech space. This is such an exciting space that has undergone so much change and acceleration over the past year. We believe 2021 will be a watershed year for the region's fintech industry, in particular as it innovates on behalf of small businesses. We're extremely excited about this event, and we look forward to sharing more details with you soon. Now let's move on to our interview with Kartik. So here we are to talk about logistics, and it's become a very fertile uh, competitive opportunity in the region. And we're very excited to have uh, Kartik from Uber. You can uh, explain a little bit about the business um, sector within Uber that you're in, in a moment, but, uh, you know, we just really excited to have you here because there's so much going on with not only ride hailing and food delivery, but reimagining other aspects of logistics, including we're seeing a lot of startups doing freight logistics and other things. Um, so really interested in hearing more from you about sort of what Uber is up to in the region around sort of the broader logistics space, in particular, how it impacts small business. So, just to get off on a sort of a factual footing, can you kind of just walk us through very briefly kind of what Uber's footprint is in the region in terms of where you operate and what businesses you're operating currently? Yes, uh, thanks a lot, Charles, for having me. It's always good to be uh, present in the Big Five Virtual Summit. Uh, for those of you who've known me, I've been in the technology space for a long time. Uh, before joining Uber, I ran uh, Google's channel business both in India and in Europe for many, many years. And it's great and wonderful to be here in this, uh, you know, in this in this new industry and in this new uh, fast-moving, uh, fast-changing, fast-paced uh, industry. 
look, I mean, I think uh, there's, there's, there's lots of opportunities. I mean, if you look at Uber as a company, we operate at a massive, massive scale and a massive platform. Uh, we operate in more than, uh, uh, you know, 69, 70 countries. We operate in more than 8,000 cities. We have uh, a, a, a cross-country platform. We have operate both in the, the goal of the company is to move things and people at the scale unprecedented in, uh, in our lives. And uh, we want to make it efficient and we want to make it cost and we want to make it uh, cheaper for people to do that. Now, Middle East and Africa is a really, really important uh, area for us and a very, very important geography for Uber to operate in. We operate in uh, about 14 countries, uh, six in uh, six or seven in Middle East and about, uh, about the same in, in Africa, all the big markets in Africa. And um, we, uh, we obviously, uh, like any other company or like any other company that is operating through this current challenges of the pandemic, we are facing our own set of challenges. And, you know, we, and I'd love to talk a little bit more about it and, you know, how we see the space evolving and how you as businesses can take advantage of that. But yes, there's, uh, there are challenges and with challenges comes, you know, huge number of opportunities uh, with that as well. So uh, we see definitely this region as a very, very big uh, opportunity for us. Great. Yeah. So let's talk about those challenges. As, as you know, yes. better than anyone, uh, you know, the pandemic has had an impact on ride hailing. Let's put it that way. You know, no yes. one, no airport rides, ride home from the pub, you know, the commute, all the things that fed the beast previously, have, have dis they're not disappeared, but they've gone way, way down. Talk about the pivot Uber has had to make through this. Uh, and kind of, there's always the opportunities on the other side to so talk about those as well. Yes. So, I mean, if you look at, uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you backtrack about nine, 10 months ago, when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, we, we, were, uh, we were mostly known as a ride hailing business. Uh, we of course had the eats business as well, but our business and the way we have grown and the way we have built our business was on ride hailing. And uh, we, uh, we, we were doing extremely well before the pandemic hit. Once the pandemic hit, we saw our business plummet drastically. And that is the time we wanted to, you know, take conscious decision that as a business, as a platform, we not only move people, but we also move things, right? And uh, uh, we already had a business which was doing extremely well, the Uber Eats business, and it has completely uh, taken the uh, uh, taken off during the pandemic. So at one end, we were challenged with the ride-hailing business, which took a hit. But at the other hand, there were tailwinds which helped the Eats business really take off. So there was a natural hedge in the business which was uh, extremely, uh, it was very good. Now, there are very few companies who have that. If you look at the, uh, when, I, when I say, if you know people are not moving, this gives us an opportunity to move things. So when people are staying at home, think of uh, situations where you have to send a document, where you have to send a package, and you have to send it now. Think of a legal agreement, for example. You, uh, you got to get it signed today, and there are four people in a city who need to get it signed. How will you send it today? You can send it through a courier, you can drive yourself, or you can hire an Uber. And one Uber will take the document from one A to B, Charles to Karthik, uh, Karthik to someone else, someone else to someone else, and get that document signed and bring it back to Charles, right? And this can all happen within the space of four to five hours within the same city. You would probably take the same, and that is just one use case, then take the use case of moving essential workers. 
uh, from one uh, one uh, which which are really important. Think of bank employees who have to go and open a bank. Think of medic employees. Think of hospital staff who have to go late night. Think of late night workers who have to go uh, and and work night shift. If you think of people who are working in factories, essential items, for example, uh, you know, providing ghost grocery, those kind of workers. So. Uh, we, we're seeing a lot of new and different use cases which are happening. Think of uh, delivery. So if you look at uh, the opportunities around local delivery, they are huge. I mean, people are staying at home and they want uh, stuff to be delivered from the local grocer. They want stuff to be delivered from the local uh, grocery shop. They want stuff to be delivered. Think of uh, Think of cases where you have your car, which is standing and you have a spare part which you need. You can order it through a you know Uber, and Uber bring it immediately to you. Your washer fluid is uh, in the car is got uh, got finished, so you can do that. So there are lots of interesting use cases which have come up. As I said, we are in the business of moving people and things, yeah. and we have seen a lot of interesting you know use cases which have come up and has shown huge opportunity in movement of just things. That is imp- uh, that is really good. The e-commerce has gone through the roof, as you all know that as a business, and what we are seeing is that. Uh, the uh, the companies who are able to provide faster and faster and faster delivery times and are able to provide gratification to uh, to their consumers to their customers immediately are the ones who are winning so you know you have the classic example of amazon prime which mm-hmm. you know is now promising one day delivery what we are saying is that we are going to deliver in 2 hours there are use cases where you say okay i want this jacket uh, and i want to go out today evening to the park and i like this uh, can I get it delivered by Uber in a uh, in in a couple of hours from the closest store, for example? Yeah. And I'm willing to pay those three dollars, five dollars extra for that for that delivery. So those are some really interesting use cases that are now kind of coming up in movement of people and things, which we had not thought of earlier. So, so that's fascinating. And so right now you move people through what is the Uber you know, Uber brand. <laughs> and then uh, you move things, I guess, through eats, if you consider, you know, hot food things, this, these other things, the, the documents and the car parts and the washer fluid, is that an Uber eats thing? Or is this a new Uber brand that you create? Um, or, or have you made those decisions yet? Yeah. So, I mean, these are not, uh, these are not new, new, uh, new technologies. Let me put it very clearly. We have a platform of moving people. That is the regular Uber, you know, and we have a, a platform of moving things, which is the Uber eats. No eats as you know it. Mm-hmm. So we are using those existing platforms to increase the use cases and increase the number of, uh, a, a number of situations where that platform can be used. Uh, and, and that is what we've been trying to do, which has been, uh, really, really uh, successful, and mm-hmm. we're seeing fantastic number of uh, use cases and interest from different companies to start using it. So, for for all of you who are attending this, you know, it will be interesting for you to figure out as to what are those interesting use cases which I can use uh, this massive, massive platform for right. for my business. Uh, can I can I get you know one hour deliveries done? Can I uh, you know have uh, uh, create Uh, meal programs for my employees. That's another interesting use case at home. Uh, People are giving uh, meal vouchers as employee morale for Mm -hmm. their team members that, hey, you know, you did a great work this month. And because we are not interacting that much, it is important to keep the morale of the employees up. So, hey, you know, here's a $20 meal voucher for all your 50, 100 employees, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, right? Uh, It is being used as incentives 
uh, as well. There are <coughs> you're you're doing customer events and you're giving these vouchers, uh, food vouchers, etc., for customers to come and attend. You're even giving ride-hailing vouchers. So there's a lot of interesting use cases that you can happen. And I would encourage you to kind of think about the power of this platform and how it can make a business efficient. It can make your business better and it can make your business cost effective, especially in this pandemic time. Yeah, so, so let's talk about it a little bit more. Because um, when, when you were describing this, I'm thinking, is this, um, is this who's going to plug into your infrastructure or your platform to sort of um, you know, realize this, this vision that you have of moving everything, basically? <laughs> yes. Uh, so talk a little bit more about what sort of partnerships i mean maybe a couple examples of a part you sort of maybe you were sort of implying like an hr or uh unit within a major corporation might be a, a partner in the sense that yes, yes. it becomes a benefit but talk about some other and maybe you know given our ecosystem which is a lot of you know agencies and banks and and media companies and and, and fintechs and uh and, and so on yes. um Yes, I'm happy to do that. So, you know, talk about banks. Uh, without taking names, we have a major uh, global bank, which is running a massive food program for mm -hmm. the employees. So, for example, because the employees are going uh, and servicing the customers in the retail branches, as an incentive for the employees to do that, they're running a massive, massive food program. So, employees can order food worth 15 bucks, and it's something that the bank takes care of, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's one example. Then uh, take the example of uh, movement of uh, other things. So we have a, a major auto company, which has tied up, which is providing spare parts. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you need a spare part for your, uh, for your vehicle, you can do that. Take an example of uh, insurance companies. So insurance companies uh, uh, are uh, tying up with us to provide, uh, uh, suppose you have a, suppose uh, take, take an example of a car insurance. Suppose you have an accident with the car, they generally provide you with a, with a with a backup vehicle over here they've tied up with us to provide uber which is cheaper better cost effective for them right so instead of like a car rental you get an uber correct uber, correct so you just get, of some sort yeah yeah you get uber uber vouchers which you can yeah. use uh, to 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 till the time your car is repaired so you know you would have probably not thought of these uh, these things you will probably have a lot of agencies who have clients who do e-commerce right in your in your membership and in your group who can definitely use these uh, services from uber and integrate uber as a service into their uh, uh, delivery where they can where the customer can just choose okay i need this to be delivered in like one hour two hours and from your nearest store or in your nearest warehouse you will get that delivered so there are use cases for every industry and every company that you can think of and uh, and use that and then you, it's a very simple API integration, and then it's the same platform, and uh, you can uh, you can do that as well. Great, great. So uh, we're kind of starting to wind down here a little bit. A couple other things I want to get in. Um, Uber has made at least one acquisition of note in the region, and uh, Kareem, you know, yes. um, so Kareem operates right now as its own brand, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a little bit on you know, what the future of Kareem is, and then a little bit on maybe what other acquisitions or what other acquisition types uh, Uber's interested in. We just talked about partnership opportunities. Maybe we can talk about acquisition opportunities. Yes, I think, you know, Kareem, Kareem is an amazing company. It was a fantastic uh, acquisition. Uh, for now, there is no plan of keeping the brands uh, or, you know, that going of that brand. I think the two brands will continue to operate separately. 
uh, it's a great company to work with. Uh, as a company, we are always interested in very, very interesting technologies and uh, companies operating in the region. Uh, you know, I just told you the use cases. So any any company which is in, you know, logistics, any company which is in, uh, you know, providing technology for that, any company which is in the delivery space, we would be, you know, always be as a as an industry, as a company, we are uh, we're obviously looking for such, uh, you know, interesting opportunities. I think. Uh, you know, without going into the details, but I think there is enough opportunity and there is enough uh, things that are happening out there, which can uh, which can be very very interesting for a company like Uber. Great, great. One last subject um, before we wrap up, and it's um, something that's been popping up a bit in the region, uh, and it's also you know worldwide, but um, is this notion of the super app, um, and it tends to come out of uh, payments companies and, and because you have a payments app and it's easier to layer on other solutions into that but also uh, logistics companies are a natural path to a super app in, in a lot of ways yes. because yes. you have e-commerce built into it and you have uh, you, all the things that you're describing are sort of tangential or um, yeah, tangential expansions of from a core service and that sort of naturally leads a path to a super app how does uh, uber look at that um you see do you see yourselves as a a super app uh, for the region. Well, I think uh, I think the the concept is good. I think you, you rightly mentioned it. And as I've always been saying, the vision for the company is to move people and things mm-hmm. and make it easier and more efficient and cost effective for businesses and consumers to to manage this. Now, uh, because we will be going into many many more and interesting use cases and transitional areas, you will see a lot more usage of the app happening, right? And our vision is to continue providing the consumers the best service and continue providing the businesses the most cost-effective ways of moving people and things. And I think that's the vision. Uh, and you know, and and, and there, there are many many discussions around whether you know there will be super apps or not. But I think there's still way to go before it becomes like a really super app where you say that okay, this is the this is the app I need for moving all my things and all my people. I think there's there's still some way to go there. But I think the the goal for the company is to make it efficient, is to make it cost effective. And obviously, I think one thing which I do want to mention over here is keep it green. The company is super focused on keeping it green. We recently announced that we'll uh, move all our fleet to be green uh, fleet. Uh, and we've investing, you know, hundreds and millions of dollars to make that happen. So company your, your whole focused. worldwide uh, ride hailing. Yes, fleet, that's a big, big ambition. How, yes. how long do you think that will take? Yeah, I mean, I think our goal is to put that uh, in the next 10 years over the next okay. decade. So, okay. but we, you know, putting a stake on the ground and is saying we will make this happen. Right. Uh, and uh, we're investing a lot of money into that. Great. Unfortunately, we're going to have to end it there because we're out of time. Uh, I always uh, have a philosophy it's better to um, end early and with more questions waiting <laughs> than to, yes. to carry on too long. But but it's it's uh, frustrating at times when you want to keep conversation going. But in the interest of time, we do have to end it there. But uh, we hope to have you back uh, in future events to talk more about what's going on with Uber and its uh, vision for logistics in, on the continent and in the region. So thank you very much for joining us, Tartik. Thanks so much. It. Thanks so much, Charles. Okay, thanks for joining us today. And thanks again to our sponsor, Matchcraft. Please visit them at matchcraft.com for more information. See you next time.